The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. We're talking about Major League Baseball futures, our, our playoff predictions. It's it's a weird year, so we got Baseball Yolama back. Brad is off this week. We're going to be back next week talking about uh, the NFC West and the NFL season. Uh, but for now, since uh, you know preseason is quiet uh, in the NFL and the MLB is moving forward, although oddly, uh, we did bring back Eric Zimmerman, co-author of the Fantasy Baseball Almanac, my friend, and friend of the show how are you doing my friend i am uh, i'm doing well i'm doing quite well sir That's, and yourself I, i'm doing all right you know keeping busy that's <laughs> about all we can do <laughs> um so look you know the the mlb season uh i think we last talked i had you on uh, functional sports of hawk one of my other shows uh, a couple weeks ago and we were just kind of talking about the the season that was right when the Marlins stuff was happening. I think maybe the Cardinals situation was starting to happen right at that moment, or maybe we're starting to get rumors about it. But um, you know, the, I would say the Cardinals uh, have been more severely impacted with their cancellation just because they have a rolling series of of positive tests. But you know, instead of talking about all that and all the negative stuff, and we'll try to stay away from COVID and all that stuff as much as we can in this episode. Can you remind the viewers here what the MLB playoffs are going to be like? In my understanding, um, and I'll just lead you into this, is two teams per division and then another two at large. Is that correct? Yeah, so top two teams in every division, so first and second place. Um, and then after that, basically the top two records in, in the uh, National League and American League outside of that. So you're going to get a couple of third place teams basically in there. It's so it, it's it's interesting because you know I'm looking at these standings right now and I'm I'm just looking at the for example the AL East um you have the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays kind of duking it out um you know the the Yankees started red hot they've lost some games as of late and the the Rays you know eleven and eight it's not exactly lighting the world on fire but they're a good team and they have a solid rotation which matters in the playoffs but then you have the Orioles at nine and seven and you have you know even the Blue Jays at six and nine they're not out of it because of this, this expanded race then I look at the Central Twins twelve and seven then the Detroit Tigers at nine and seven above the Indians then you got uh, the West you have the Rangers in second place I think with this this um, this new playoff methodology where everybody can get in, I really feel like some of these teams that we're expecting to be in the cellar have a little bit of renewed energy because they're like, hey, I, I think we can finish third in the division. So we're seeing a little bit of juice from these teams that over 162 game schedule and, you know, um, a, a wild a couple wild card teams, they knew they weren't going to get in the playoffs. Now they think they have a shot. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I can say that. I can see that. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there's a little um, smoke and mirror to some of it as well. I mean, let's right. let's just take the Marlins for example. Um, currently, they're sitting at eight and four. Now, that's oh, hey, you know, the Marlins—they're actually have a winning record. They're in first place. I'll put quotes around that. But you got to look at the teams they've also played. Yeah, they've played the Orioles. Who, yes, you know, as you mentioned, technically they're in line for a playoff spot, but they're still the Orioles. Um, they've played the Mets and they've played the Phillies. <laughs> You know, and and they haven't done, and now they they're playing the Blue Jays as well. So they haven't really played anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, a lot of the teams in those divisions are are underwhelming. The Nats look pretty bad. The Mets are the Mets. Um, you know, the Red Sox are awful. The Braves are beat up to hell. 
So, I mean, it, it's not yeah. out of the question that some of the teams get in there. Now, what's going to happen if the Orioles make the playoffs and have to face the Yankees? They're going to get embarrassed yeah. and they're going to get destroyed. Um, Although so they, did give be... them a, they did give them a little bit of a challenge when they played, but, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the Orioles aren't built for the playoffs. Although, you know, a few of their players are surprisingly just hitting the cover off the ball. Um, Nunez is doing well. Um um, I, name escapes me. Uh, the second baseman, um, Alberto. Um, yeah, he's doing. Sander, yeah, couple I of mean, guys it, showing out. Yeah, man, they're hitting there, and and great for them. Um, and maybe another thing that we we aren't really talking about in these bubbles. You know, I've I've heard it mentioned. I think I've mentioned it once or twice on different shows and stuff. And I've heard a couple of analysts nationally um say this as well. Is you know there are there are some players that will get better by not having crowd noise and not having a crowd because there will be almost less pressure and it's more like an AAU tournament back from when they, it, like maybe some of that's going on as well. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but it's a weird year and we knew it was going to be weird going in, but what, it's, it's crazy. And I mean, you know, that the other thing they've got to take into account now is you're looking at this first and second place going into the playoffs you have to balance winning percentage now because some people are going to play less games, but how far do you go? Right now, the Cardinals are in position for the playoff spot. Yeah, They're I two know. Five games. Yeah, you, you and... They're like that right now. So it's it's going to be kind of weird how it gets there, and there's going to be a lot of griping. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the... I saw the commissioner, because, you know, on my, on my fantasy roster, as you know, Eric, we play in the same league. I have Flaherty and I have Goldschmidt. And we have a shallow bench, and we have rules in place about, you know, how many people you can wave and pick up. But those game cancellations, those players are not available or or not eligible to go on the IL. So I can't put them in there. The games are just being canceled. Um, And I can't Mm -hmm. wave either one of them because they're going to get snapped up and, and, you know, put on on somebody's bench and somebody else. I can't wave either one of them. So I'm being held hostage by these game cancellations. And I know a lot of the same people, a lot of people are dealing with that in fantasy baseball. And then when we play fantasy football, I think it's going to be even worse. Um, But the the commissioner did say that he thinks that the Cardinals will play a schedule. They're not going to play a full schedule. At this point, that schedule is so packed tight. It's just not possible. Um, but they'll play a, a, a schedule with enough games to to warrant playoff consideration if they indeed qualify. So it's going to be percentage points. And look, man, it's going to happen to a lot of teams. The, the Marlins and the Cardinals are the, just the two teams we've heard about in the first couple of weeks. It's likely that this is going to happen at least another one to two more times. Although, I will say since the last time we spoke, Eric... It seems like the teams have now realized that, hey, we do have to take this. Because some teams just honestly weren't taking it seriously. It seems like now they're like, mm, you know, we don't want to be shut down for two weeks here. We want to we want to play games, so let's fly right. So for oh, the uh, most part, I think things have been getting better, organizationally at least. Absolutely. Um, I think you're going to have situations, let's, you know, much like we have in, in Cleveland now with mm-hmm. – um, two players just being absolutely stupid and one of them making it even worse by flying with the team and just not saying anything. Um, was that Beavs? You know, that was, uh, that was uh, Clevenger. Oh, Clevenger. Okay. Yeah. Clevenger actually flew, flew with the team, argued and, and tried to, um, to defend, yeah. you know, his, his partner in crime there and, you know, and endangered the entire team, not to mention a guy like Carrasco who is beyond high risk. Oh, true. Yeah. You know, so if they start having an outbreak, you, you can trace it right back, and it's it's not going to be a good look whatsoever. 
Um, you know, I think MLB needs to really make an example right here. They've got proof these guys went out. I would suspend them for the year, plain and simple. I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know what goes into this from, you know, because there's always a Players Association. You know, the Players Association, and for that matter, the Umpires Association, these are the, the, the strongest in terms of, I guess, um, leverage, you know, Players Association. So I don't, truly, I don't know if Major League Baseball has the leverage to suspend them. I don't know, like, right? Because the I know the collective bargaining, I'm a lot closer to the NFL as people to show know. I know in the NFL, if you did something like that, there's a collective bargaining thing, um, you know, it goes and you can go to arbitration and all that. And, you know, yes, I know Goodell, Roger Goodell, the commissioner there is the quote unquote, you know, kind of authority, but you can always sue the NFL and get back in if you overstep. And I just, I don't know if they can, but I agree with you. And, and, and if the, um, if the MLB doesn't do it, I think the teams have more ability to do that. And I agree, man, I'd send them home. I'd say go. They did it 100% right. The Indians did it absolutely right. Yeah. And, you know, the tricky thing there for you're talking about the players union is, so you're going to tell me this players union now is going to come out and defend two players that endangered not just yeah. their teammates, but the rest of the league. This is Major League Baseball. <laughs> They're going to. But I agree with you. I mean, it's a whole weird situation for them as player union reps to sit there and have to defend these guys for endangering the rest of their, mm -hmm. you know, the majority of their guys. So it's kind of a, it's a weird catch 22 for them, but I, something has to be done. And right now the Indians did it right by sending them home and, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll make a decision in a week or two, but that's going to affect people too. Cause now you got Clevenger out and you've got police who looked really good out. So it, it's a strange year for fantasy baseball. You got to dig deep in the wire. Yeah. And you got to be, in, you know, especially in keeper leagues where, you know, mm, yeah. you've got injuries left and right for pitchers. My, my IL slots are taken up by Soraka, uh, Soroka and, and Verlander. Mm -hmm. Can't drop either one of them, but I've got now Acuna hurt. I've got um, yeah. Seager hurt. So I'm sitting on, you know, just empty spots. So, yeah, it's it's, it's something everyone's dealing with. Um, so, you know, for this year for fantasy baseball, luck is going to have – a big, big, big hand in it for everybody. Yeah, and I keep telling everybody, you know, obviously, I, uh, Eric, you and me, we, we co-write the Fantasy Baseball Almanac uh, every year. And then I write, I author the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide um, that comes out every year, which, by the way, you can check the link below, free updates. Uh, the last publication available on Amazon was submitted on August 10th. So, I mean, it's super up-to-date. It's the most up-to-date. And it's, you know, I take pride in being the most up-to-date um, NFL draft kind of publication out there. Or, I'm sorry, fantasy football publication out there but I say like look you know I'm playing I'm telling everybody I play fantasy baseball my roster is so goofy thanks to these COVID kind of policies and everything and these one day injuries and all that that you can't really navigate on an IL slot it, fielding a roster is going to be difficult so there's a lot of things that people need to be thinking about and then also like I, I think what is because again you know the, the political side of this you know half the country maybe not half maybe let's say let's call it like 40 percent of the country just believes that every we should just ignore it right You're, i'm just talking about high skill or high level mm -hmm. politics just ignore it and go out and live your lives and if people die people die that's that's the operating philosophy of of a bunch of people out there but the what i think and what i'm finding is with people you know readers that email me and they're asking questions and stuff is when i'm like hey you know covid blah 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 you know i'll get the oh you know it's it's not a big deal you know COVID blah, blah, blah. and I say look whether or not you think it's a big deal personally or whether your political affiliation you know lends yourself to think it's a big deal that doesn't matter you need to disassociate your opinion with reality in this situation the reality is the the NFL and the NFLPA and the MLB and the MLBPA they have rules and regulations that they will adhere to 
and they don't care about your personal opinion. So you nope. need to plan. If you're a high-stakes fantasy football player and you don't think – you, I'm sorry. If, if you're a high-stakes fantasy football or fantasy baseball player and you think fans should be in the crowd and you think this and you think that, it doesn't matter. There are rules in place for the organization to protect the money. And how do they protect the money? They keep as many players on the field as they can. This is what this, the whole name of the game here is preserving a season and getting games on TV. That's what the leagues um, are doing. They're not being political. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. They're trying to preserve whatever financial revenue they can get from TV contracts at this point. And the way they can do that is to keep games going week in and week out. And the best way they can do that within the confines of their rules that they've agreed on with their players associations is to bench players that um, you know have fevers to do this, to do that. And that's reality. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. That is reality. And it, that's that's still being lost on some people. I feel like, you know, I, I see on like Facebook and Twitter, you know, when these games get canceled, oh, why cancel the games and all that? Look, this is a business. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, they don't care about your opinion. Right. They care about well, their even, dollars. Absolutely. I mean, take it, you can take it even, you know, a dumbed down approach to, you know, team by team basis. If you, even if you sit there and say, okay, you know what? I don't care. Let the whole team get it. Only 1% of people get sick or whatever they're, yeah, right. you know, mm -hmm. making that up. But, okay, so let's say we're going to take this and now we're going to throw it to the Angels. Yep. And the Angels, you know, don't cancel any games, don't whatever, they keep playing. Well, every player on their team gets it. Fine. Well, you know, 25-man roster, let's say, or well, 28-man roster now. 27 of them are asymptomatic. One person gets it and goes to the hospital. That person is Mike Trout. Yeah, right. Right. He's destroyed. Because one play, you know, I mean, bombs, he, that, he goes down, your team's screwed. Mm -hmm. So they have to protect their stars because you don't know who's going to get it. We saw it with the Braves. Freddie Freeman was out for two to three weeks over the, uh, you know, during spring yeah. training. Well, summer camp, whatever the hell they want to call it. And he was <laughs> severely ill with 104 fever, couldn't function, all this. So you may only get one player on your team, but if it's your star, how, yeah. how big a trouble yeah, if it's the person yeah. anchoring your lineup, or it's the your your number one starter in your rotation. I mean, it's it, like that's that's what I'm trying to like tell people is you know people are like oh you know they're they're basically they're they're replying to me with a political stuff, and I'm like I don't look it, that doesn't matter. We're talking about trying to win fantasy football games, and we're trying to talk about you know making bets and winning the season, and these are yep. things you need to be thinking about because they're reality for the organization. There's no shortage of action going on with our exclusive partners at betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making its way back. MLB and now NBA join UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and soccer. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline also has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code PODCAST1. That's P O D C A S T O N E for your sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. With that said, let's talk about, um, let's just kind of wrap it through and go through uh, division by division. Um, kind of who do you think the two teams in each division will be in? Um, into the playoffs, and we'll start with the American League, work our way to the National League, and eventually get a uh, a World Series prediction from both of us here. All right? 
So okay. AL um, AL East, uh, Yankees, Rays, Orioles, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Who are your two teams to make the playoffs for sure there? Uh, it's going to be the Yankees and the Rays. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of the easiest target. The Blue Jays are a year or two away. Yeah. Smoke yeah. and mirror there. Um, that That's probably one of the easiest divisions to call, I think, at this point. Um, yeah. I I, I don't have any disagreement there. I like, you know, that the Orioles, of course, I you know grew up an Orioles fan, so I, I always have a soft spot for the Orioles. But um, I don't think they'll keep it up. Certainly, they don't have the rotation. I don't think it's likely that their offense is going to be able to carry them as much as it has been. So I like I like the Yankees and Rays. Um, those two teams, to me, are built for the playoffs. Um, so maybe we'll address one of these other teams in the uh, in the um, uh, wild card selection. But who do you think will win the division there between those two teams? Uh, I think it'll be the Yankees right now. Um, you know, I'll say this in everyone barring health or barring it, you know, yeah, anything crazy. Yeah. I think it's the Yankees. Their offense is is, is outstanding. Um, there, there's no let up there, and uh, th- their pitching is it's not great outside of Cole. Yeah, um, it's good enough with their offense. When you can put up, you know, eight runs a game. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, they can skate by and they can they can make do. Yeah, the um, I so the Yankees are minus two eighty six according to bet. Um, I'm sorry, minus two sixty five according to bet online, and uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are plus three fifty. I'd say for, just for betting sake, I might take a flyer on the Rays just because I like the rotation better. Um, but you know that offense, that offense is uh is uh, formidable for the Yankees. Okay, so the Central, uh, Twins, Tigers, Indians, uh, White Sox, and Royals. Who are your two picks to get into the playoffs there, uh-huh. and then who's your division winner? I'll say the easy call is is the the Twins, and that's going to be the division winner as well. Um, your second place and your second playoff spot there. I'll say the Indians barely over the White Sox, um, mainly because I think they're going to you know eventually let Plesac, and they're going to obviously let Clevenger back in that rotation, and their rotation is outstanding. Um, their offense is is okay, um, but the, the rotation is so good it can carry them. Um, so I'll go with the Indians and the White Sox are going to be nipping at their heels. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say also Indians and Twins, but I'm gonna pick the uh, Indians to win the division. There, uh, let's see, Bet Online has the odds. The Twins are right now are at minus one fifty, so they're locking stuff with you, Eric. Uh, Cleveland's at plus two seventy five, and again, same same reasoning as before. I like their rotation better. I know they got to get these guys who are kind of on team suspension back, but I think the Indians will string it together. Um, they're only two games behind right now, so that's definitely uh, something that can be made up. Uh, and I also like the White Sox, so I'm sure we'll talk about them in a little bit as well. Okay, so you got the West, you got the uh, the A's, the Rangers, Astros, Angels, Mariners. Who are your two teams? Uh, I'm going to go with the Athletics, and I'm going to say they're going to win the division as well. Um, I do think the Astros will get their their shit together, and they'll they'll take the second place spot. It, it shouldn't be that hard of a jump to get over the Rangers. Um, so even if the Astros bullpen remains a disaster they're still going to find a way into that playoff spot. Yeah, I'm with you. So I actually, I, I agree there. So Oakland um, was my pick to win the division, um, at least of now. I mean, I don't think I would have said that in March, but I do now. Actually, wait, may, I might have said that in March because of the whole, uh, you know, cheat, uh, cheating, sign steal and stuff for the Astros, which I want to talk about that for just a little bit as well. Uh, let's see. Bet Online has the A's at plus 300 and the Astros at minus 190. So again, you know, I'm kind of taking these plus um, values, but I also just think the A's are a better team at this point. Um, we've seen in recent years what the A's can do without 
stealing signs. We haven't seen what the Astros can do without stealing signs. Uh, Astros lose Cole uh, in the offseason. I think that's, uh, you know, hurt. Obviously, Verlander being gone is an issue for them. But let me read you. Okay, so the two big sign stealers, Eric Altuve and Springer, uh, 188 average and 187 average for the two of them. This is what I was concerned about. Not only, you know, people might say uh, sign, stealing signs isn't that big of a deal, but there's also the mental press issue. So maybe, and first of all, by the way, I will argue to the death that knowing whether or not you're getting a fastball or an off-speed pitch is is big for a Major League Baseball player. But, um, you know, even that aside, some people say it's not that big of a deal. You got to think about, like, the mental thing of, like, oh, I want to prove all these people wrong, so I'm just going to press just a little bit harder at the plate. That screws with mechanics. It screws with a lot. So the mental thing and the sign-stealing thing, I think those two things combined spelled disaster for the two of them. I famously said I am avoiding Altuve at all costs um, in fantasy uh, baseball. Now, the rest of the season, I could be proven wrong and look like a jackass, but um, so far, early returns, I am right. Uh, what do you think about them uh, hitting at this point? Uh, well, I mean, look, the batting average thing right now, I think there's a lot of stars that are hitting low, yeah, not just that on is the true. Astros, so I there. Um, what I will look at is the strikeout, strikeout rate. And for Altuve especially, I think I saw that that was astronomical compared to what he's been the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's been, you know, skyrocketing. So I think that's a big thing. And, and look, you know, a lot of people say it doesn't matter. Well, sure. To me, it doesn't matter if I know it's coming or not, because I'm not going to hit whatever the heck they're throwing anyway. You sent me in there against a major league pitcher. I don't care if they're throwing me if you know, a 70 mile curveball or a 99 mile an hour fastball, probably not going to hit it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but for a major league for, you know, for, for a major league hitter, especially one, the caliber of some of these guys you know, a Bregman, a Correa, um, you know, Altuve, et cetera. Yeah, it makes a huge difference if you know a fastball's Absolutely. coming because you know it's going to be straight. So it does it does make a big difference. Um, you know, I think they're they're all still very good players and they're very talented players. So I don't think, you know, it, it's going to take them out of fantasy relevance. I don't think it's going to make them all of a sudden turn into, you know, um, just just horrible players, mm-hmm. but it does impact it. I think they're pressing a little bit at this point. Yeah. Um, but they'll settle in probably around the halfway point and, and, and you know, get back to normal. Yeah. Um, but in this year, I mean, that, that, that seriously, this year with how few games there are, I mean, that could be, that could be a big it issue could. for them. Uh, but again, I'll- we have the expanded playoffs, so they should be fine. They should be. And again, you know, having no fans in the stands actually benefits them because, yeah, they're not hearing, you know, a smidge of what they were going to hear yes. <laughs> from fans. Yeah, the yeah. So that basically that uh, that fu tour that uh, that Major League Baseball is ready to give them that's delayed for a year. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've worked our way through. We actually agree on um, the top two teams and um, one of the three division winners uh, in in the A's. Now, who are your two wild card teams at this point? Um, uh, and by the way, Houston. The only reason I put them in the wild card is because I don't like the rest of the teams in the West. Uh, but anyway, uh, who are your two wild card teams? I'm going to, well, I think the, the, the easier pick for me there would be the White Sox. I think they're going to get in. Yeah. After that, it, it's kind of hard to separate who's going to, you know, really get in there. I don't think, obviously, the Mariners are atrocious. Um, the Angels outside of Bundy have no pitching mm-hmm. to, to get them anywhere. Um, so, you know, it, it to me, it really kind of comes down to either the Blue Jays, the Tigers, who I, I don't think will sustain this, and the Rangers. And just based on a lot of other factors, I'm going to say the Rangers will sneak in just because it, there's not a whole lot of other guys that really put fear into anybody. And 
I think the Blue Jays could have a shot if they weren't in such a tough, you know, playing against the NL East and the AL East right. um, with such a tough head. So I think I think the Rangers will sneak in there. Um, you know, Lance Lynn looks like an ace. Beyond that, I don't, you know, see a ton. And I, I think there'll be a first round exit, but I do think that they can get in there as a wild card. Yeah, it's I, I'm having trouble. I also agree. Um, the White Sox, they're kind of one of my, um, you know, kind of favorite under the radar teams. I guess I I don't know if you'd call them under the radar, but they're my one of my favorite teams to jump out this year. Um, and I'm with you. I mean, I'm looking at the Blue Jays. I'm looking at, um, I thought maybe the Angels could take a step forward, but I don't like what they're putting on the field. Um, I don't like the Rangers as much. Um, it wouldn't shock me if, if the Central get the two at large, um, bids. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Um, but I don't like any of these teams. I think whoever that is is going to get bounced. Whoever that second wildcard team is going to get bounced. I just don't like the matchup. I feel like the White Sox and the, um, and the other kind of division representatives are cut above everybody else, and then we'll see kind of what happens at the end there. But yeah, it's it's whatever pitchers basically that would be. It's my recurring theme. Whatever pitchers kind of take a step forward inside the rotation. Gosh, I don't really love what Detroit, Detroit's putting together. I'm having a hard time making a pick. I'm just going to save the Blue Jays and let that be that. Um, all right, let's go to the National League. Actually, you know what? No, let's uh, let's say who do you think's going to win the AL before we move to the National League. Um, you know what i am going to kind of go out on a limb a little bit and say the twins are going to break their curse and they're going to topple the yankees and and take the a i think the offense can keep up with the yankees and i think their pitching is a little deeper on the rotation um you know, I think the athletics have the the pitching to do it, and they're they're really solid. But I, you know, I'm going to go with Minnesota this year. Uh not not me. I'm not going to go with Minnesota. If if Severino were pitching, I would call the Yankees to win the World Series. I just don't think behind Cole in a postseason environment. I don't think the the I don't love the starting pitching for the Yankees, even with that crazy offense. So to me, it actually comes down to the Indians and the A's. Um, I think those are going to be the two best teams. Now, the Indians aren't putting it on the field now. I know they have suspensions, but I think that when they come back, the rotation is going to just going to be the strongest. Um, and it's going to be so strong that they can move one of those starters basically in a middle relief. Um, yeah, I, li- I like the Indians. And I like the A's. For me, it's a coin flip, but I'm going to say the Indians um, just based on that rotation because I think it's going to be dirty by the end of the year. I think it's going to be so good. And uh, and the offense will get you know incrementally better as the season goes on. So there you go. Okay, National League, we'll kind of zoom through here. Uh, NL East, your two representatives. Uh, I will say um, Atlanta, and I'll say they'll win the division. Um, they're going to get healthy. The rotation, maybe not, but there's... I think they'll they'll be able to sneak in there with with the division win. I'm going to put the Nationals in for the same, you know, for well, reverse reason. Their offense doesn't look very good at all outside of Soto, mm-hmm. um, but they have a solid rotation, so I think they'll be able to do enough to get in with that second spot in the division. Yeah, let's see. So the Braves are at plus two hundred. The Nationals are at plus two hundred as well, according to Bet Online, to win that division. Um, I'm actually going to take both of those as well. Atlanta two. Um, to win the division and the Nationals just to kind of eke in and uh, get that second place spot. Uh, I just don't see the Mets, the Phillies, and the Marlins kind of string it together. And the Nationals with Soto back, I think the whole lineup will get better. Um, so there you go. Central, you got the Cubs, Cardinals, Reds, Brewers, and Pirates. Who are your two there? Um, I'll 
you know, I'm going to go with the Cubs to take the division. They look, they sure. look really, really good. Um, and I'll kind of stick with my preseason pick of the Reds to kind of get it to look, get a little better, better. Um, the, the pitching is going to square off, um, for them. Gray's been fantastic. The Sclafani is looking really, really good. Um, and Castillo has been kind of just so-so, but I think he puts it together. So they're going to have a formidable rotation, and I think they'll be able to get that second spot in the division. Yeah, Cubs for me, obviously. And interestingly enough, Cubs you can still get in plus um, territory. BetOnline has them at plus 225. They're 12-3, and three, guys. Uh, they're five games up. 15 games into the season, they're five games up. They're, they're lights out. So um, I like the Cubs uh, quite a bit. Coming into the season, I would have absolutely said the Cardinals, but I don't love that they're going to basically have to re-rev those engines um, you know, they're going to be coming in cold again, which means the bats are going to be a little bit cold. Everybody else is going to be more acclimated to MLB comp. Look, man, they're going to be out for like two weeks. Um, I still don't even know when they're going to be back. So, um, don't love the Cardinals basically having to restart. So I'm going to take the Reds to overtake them. Um, I know the Reds were one of your preseason favorites and I liked them, but I like the Cardinals a little bit more. Um, but, uh, perhaps we'll talk about them in a bit. Uh, you got the West. Who are your teams in the West? My friend. I think it's going to be the Dodgers, and I'm going to say the Padres. Um, the Rockies have looked good, but <laughs> I don't know if it's a sustainable pace for them yet, um, at least as far as you know, staying at the top of the division. So I'm going to go with the Dodgers and the Padres there. The Dodgers are at minus 750 to win the division. That's crazy. That's crazy low, so I would not bet my money on it. I don't think the return's there. Uh, I do agree that they'll win the division, but... Um, you know, I like what the Padres are doing. You know, they're kind of a young team. Um, Exciting. Yeah, it's, you know, the rotation I like. They're, they're stringed together. I think they'll get better. The offense, obviously, um, you know, a lot of young bats there, and they, they have room for improvement. I like them. I was kind of hoping you were going to say the Rockies just so I could pull in the Padres and feel good about myself. But we agree there. Um, I, I like what the Rockies are doing, don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I just like I like the youth and the energy of the, the Padres. I think they're going to be kind of a, a young, fun club to watch for a few years, which is fun. So there you go. We have our National League representatives. Uh, who are your two wild card representatives? Uh, I will go with the Rockies there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, whew, you know, the third one, that the next one, that's going to be tough. And I'm going to go point out, by the way, I'm going to go back to our early preseason predictions uh, when I said that the Marlins would finish ahead of the Mets, and I still think that's holding true. Um, more just because the Mets are the Mets. Um, mm-hmm. They're terrible. But um, I, don't, I don't think the Marlins will sustain it and get into the playoffs. I really do not. Um, so I'll go with the Rockies. And I think the um, – I got to say the Brewers are going to kind of turn it mm-hmm. around a little bit um, and just do just enough to kind of sneak in there. Um, Rockies for me are slam dunk. I agree with that. I'm actually going to stay in the Central but go to a different team. I'm going to go to the Cardinals. I think with their truncated schedule um, – They'll do enough, and they'll get it together by the end of the year. Uh, I, I like what this team. I like the pedigree of the team as well. Um, they're kind of like in the NFL, like you know, a Steelers or a Ravens. They're just always good. You know, they're never really awful. You know, they just have a good organization. Um, they always string together rotation. You always have questions about it, but it always like overperforms. Um, obviously, they have Flaherty and Ace. Um, so yeah, I think the Cardinals, and I think they they have a chance to really put a dent in the playoffs. I mean, they could eke into the playoffs and then get hot at the right time. Um, I could see that being very annoying for a lot of people out there, but you know, not so much for, um, for Cardinals fans as well. So yeah, I like the Cardinals, uh, to make the, uh, to make the uh, playoffs. And again, the, the Rockies, um, are my other picks. So who is your NL winner? Who wins the national league for you? Um, you know, I feel like it's a cop out taking the Dodgers, but 
<laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I would have said the Braves had a shot if they had Soroka and, yeah. you know, a, a, they, they've, but they've lost literally four-fifths of their rotation to this point. Yeah, right. So it's kind of tough to say. Um, I think the team that gives the Dodgers any kind of fits would be the Padres, um, because especially when they call up Gore, they're going to have a really, really good rotation, and they've got a, you know, a pretty good offense as well. Um, but I think, you know, in the end, the Dodgers are just too strong and too deep right now. So it's going to, it's going to be LA. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Dodgers going to bet online plus 200 to win the national league. Um, by the way, you called, um, you said Minnesota was going to exercise the demons and win. let me look at what Minnesota's odds were plus 650. So that's a good value bet. And I said, um, it was going to be Cleveland, which is plus 1000, another good value bet. So, um, yeah, and then uh, we both said Dodgers, which are plus 200. I don't see any team, really. I mean, even Chicago um, is playing as where. I always have issues with Chicago's bullpen um, in a playoff situation. I think the Cubs probably give them the most uh, challenges. And then, you know, I always just throw the Cardinals into the mix just because they're just a team that's always overperforms late in the season. So, um, But either way, I, I still like the Dodgers. So... Okay, so your World Series matchup then, uh, Eric, is Minnesota versus L.A. Who do you like in that one? Um, I think this is the year for Dodgers fans. Um, I think, you know, they've been they've been right there for, for, for a long time now. And, yeah, I think they finally break through. They get it done this year. They exercise, you know, they, they get themselves uh, over that hump there, and, and they're going to pull it off. I mean, you know, the addition of bets to that lineup – is is ridiculous Uh, they don't you know i think bueller's gonna settle in he's he hasn't been great so far but i think he'll settle in kershaw's kershaw's kershaw he'll be good he won't be great in the playoffs but um yeah i think uh, i think they're gonna do it this year i don't know what it is about the dodgers but every time they call up a pitcher he's like the best pitcher i've ever seen what's i mean what's that about like he's just they always have like the nastiest stuff and it's always like this guy could be the number one starter on about 15 teams in the league. And like, this goes back to when um, Andrew Friedman was running the Rays. And I said this repeatedly. I would love to mm. see what he could do with an actual payroll. Yeah, right. Because he was great at drafting, but he had no money to do anything else with it. And he still kept them competitive. Now you're seeing him do the same thing for the Dodgers, but he can actually get a Mookie Betts. He can re-sign Kershaw. He can bring in, you know whoever the hell he wants. Yeah. And you're seeing that really come to fruition. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's crazy. He's duty. I mean, he's, uh, the, the job he's doing there and, and, and that's what it is. I mean, it's when you have a budget, it's not like, well, okay, well, let's look at what the Orioles did in the draft, uh, this year is they, um, they took the cheap guys, the guys that they could sign because they're, they're the Orioles and they're cheap. So the Dodgers don't have to worry about that. They can take the best player. They don't have, if they had like a top pick in the draft, which they don't, but if they had a top pick in the draft and they'll, um, you know, they don't have to run away from the money because they have budget, then you can extend to guys. And, you know, you look at the Dodgers, I know they have Machado, I know they have bets now, and you think, oh, you know, they're a team that spins and all that stuff, but the, the, the people that they, produce in their farm system i think they're like of all the mlb rosters they fielded the most that came up and grew up in their farm system um i heard that stat lately which is surprising to hear but then you look at it you're like oh yeah you know bellinger yeah um kershaw yeah like bueller yeah you know like all these all these guys so anyway um 
I like the Dodgers uh, to win as well. Um, I do think it's their year. I don't love the management. That's the only thing that gives me concern. Like if it, so, my my uh, my pick in the playoffs uh, in the AL is um, is Cleveland. I like Francona more than I like um, Roberts. Management. I've been talking about this for what three years, four years now, Eric. I, I think Roberts uh, manages by spreadsheet. Um, I think you have to have a feel for the game. And I've seen multiple playoff runs from the Dodgers' end when his starter is grooving through six innings. You know, one hit, six innings, um, ten strikeouts. And he'll pull the starter and go to middle relief because that's what the spreadsheet tells him to do. I do think you need to have a little bit more about – a little bit more um, observation of the mental game. Uh, because as I say, stats are good. I like stats. I use them. I use analytics quite a bit. But playoff analytics are different because people, as we were talking about with the Astros, people press a little bit more. There's a, more pressure, and you don't have measurable analytical data on a large enough scale to know what that mental pressure is going to do to some of these young starters and stuff. So you cannot say that hey, a game in May it equals a game in October. It's just not the case. So, Roberts, I don't like. That's the only thing that gives me pause. But I think the Dodgers, just everything that they have, I think will overcome in what I consider to be poor management um, by the Dodgers organization. Or I should say the Dodgers coaching staff. So, there you go. We both picked the Dodgers, um, which is a little bit of a cop-out. But, like I said, man, I think that I think that, uh, I think think a Cleveland-LA series goes seven games and it's more heartbreak for Cleveland. There you go. There's a show. That's a show. (laughs) Anyway. I like it. I like it. All right, man. Uh, Hey, thanks for uh, the discussion. We'll probably be checking in a little bit more. Um, Eric and I actually are already working, already working on the 2021 Fantasy Baseball Almanac and Draft Guide. And people are saying, how in the hell could you be um, working on that already? And the answer is... Uh, well, we are. We, we, we. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of an analysis to be done, but obviously, you know, figuring out where the um, uh, free agents are going to be coming, figuring out, you know, kind of which uh, guys in the organization are going to be rising. There's stuff you can be doing. We are working on that because after the season, we're going to have a very short off season before we have to publish again. So, uh, there you go. Keep an eye out. Um, and uh, and yeah, if you uh, if you haven't checked out the fantasy baseball almanac and you play fantasy baseball, get on that. Get on it. Awesome. All right. On that note, Eric, go out, make some bets, and get paid. You want to get paid? Then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling, we the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday, because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast. Got swag, got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed-up model. Don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real. Whatever you win, you're going to wish this podcast never ran. Now get Ready for the best show to begin. Let's go.